at translating any of these talks, get in touch with me and I'll tell you which one to try. It will take time at first until you get used to it and then you find you, you do get better and better. And I don't bite anyone's heads off for for using their own language. You have to translate and, and get the idea across and nothing translates exactly the same in, into another language. Therefore, you have to use your meatloaf, which is your head. We we truly are on a roll, as I say, into the biggest changes that have been planned for so long, so long. And generations have grown up never even knowing what was happening and what was planned for them. And we'll touch on that tonight to show you how they're cooling it off right now. I'll be back with more after this break. reality that you've been born into and given really it's the it's everything that makes up the reality most people grow up as i say thinking everything's quite natural and the system in which they live is quite natural simply because they're, they're, everyone else accepts it and their parents don't know there's anything wrong so they, they can't warn them there's anything wrong about it therefore any kind of system any kind of system a system that's right out of star trek where they simply have fake wars and, and pull uh, so many people out of com- computers, so many names, and kill them off in a sort of video game scenario, but killing real people off is what was happening, rather than have real war, casualties on both sides, just decided by a computer. If that was normal, and you, and you or your neighbors were picked up and walked into the extermination booth, you'd think it was quite natural. Anything can be made natural, you see, by those who understand society and how to create culture and control culture. And without being monotonous, I've gone through so much to do with Bernays and his ilk and those who have taken over from Bernays in managing the culture of entire nations. The Western countries were first put under this kind of system in a scientific manner, and many authors involved in creating the cultures for a specific purpose, mind you. Like, like the Huxleys, the, the brothers, Aldo and his brother, uh, wrote about it copiously. You'll also find that Lord Bertrand Russell, another guy uh, who was heavily involved in creating what's coming in now as a present culture, wrote about it too in his various books, what kind of culture they were creating. But really what they were explaining was how they trained the public, trained them, into a new type of society. And Julian Huxley, the first CEO of UNESCO, United Nations Organization for, for Education, supposedly being a standardized indoctrination across the world, was quite open about the goals. And he said, we'll have to train the children uh, that uh, humans are not uh, so high on the pinnacle of life after all. In other words, dehumanize us all, bring us down to a, a much lower level until we're equivalent with all the other species on the planet. Therefore, that explains, you see, why they went into high gear, the ecologists, they call themselves. Ecology teaches sort of man's interaction with the planet and nature, but it really is an indoctrination course that man is bad. 
and they, tur- they turn out their champions. They go right into television, giving us nature shows and so on. And during all those shows that we love to watch, you're getting little messages that man is killing all this off, man is killing off all this. Is, this is bad, bad, too many men, too many people. And this is incessant, and you're taking this in all of your life until they hit you now, but openly in the newspapers and on television, like the Optimum Population Trust. They tell you openly, this is too many people, and we've got to start bringing your numbers down. They've got it done so well now that the average person in the street is parroting their phrases and agreeing with them. Yeah, I guess there's too many of us. I guess there's too many. You know, there's nothing in the general public. There's no comment or opinion given to them or, or coming from them that isn't given to them. There's no, honestly, there's nothing. And the average person out there there's nothing going to come out of their mouth that isn't someone else's opinion, someone in a higher position of authority. And it's a sad fact, but it's also true. We have to accept that because everyone has been trained. Most have never caught on to the fact that there's anything wrong in the system. They still think on the accidental view of history that everything's just a big accident as we evolve and rush through space on this, this rotating mud ball called planet Earth and that people and the experts just go into action suddenly to deal with crisis after crisis kind of like Star Trek going through space you know, same idea and by the way that's what Star Trek was it represented the planet Earth and it pushed in multiculturalism and, a, and not just a, a galactic empire really was, was the, 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 uh, the, the analogy for a world empire. And free trade, of course. It's all in the same thing. Everything you watch and enjoy is there to brainwash you. And you're unaware as to how it works. And to, in fact, most of you are unaware it's even happening. But as I say, their opinions come from elsewhere. They're given to them by experts. Exactly what Huxley said train the public to do it's happened and now I've mentioned too about the Roe versus Wade case recently where that judge came out and talked about the fact that she was as far as she was concerned that the high court the supreme court they were all on board for getting rid basically or at least not getting born certain segments of society they didn't want certain types of society to keep breeding Everything has a purpose, especially when it's pushed as a big political issue and people take sides immediately, never realizing there's another side, there's a trinity to this, there's one above them all, controlling both sides. Because the whole idea is to get you to accept that life should be devalued. And it works. And it was in a roller coaster ever since. Plus the ecologists, as I say, and all the naturalists and nature shows, etc., were brainwashing us all too. And they were putting out stacks of movies with that kind of theme, and books too, and paying the authors to write stories around these main themes, like Soil and Green. Always the same idea, overpopulation. Overpopulation. The history of Malthus is incredible because Malthus used the same fake graphs and charts they're still using today. Malthus, remember, was wrong in every prediction that he ever made. But that doesn't matter, because his idea was to reduce not just population, but the wrong sort of population. That's what he was getting at. And you'll find the big champions of the environment today are the same characters. 
They're eugenicists who hate the lower classes with an incredible, all-life-devouring uh, passion. It obsesses them. And they've been picked out of society, generally at university level. That's how they're picked and funded into the limelight to brainwash the rest of the public as television hosts, etc., over their nature shows. They all belong to the international organizations. That's another key to it, internationalism. They're all funded by the same foundations, these charitable foundations. Who would ever have associated charity with wanting to kill off vast chunks of humanity? It's so clever, isn't it? And yet, look who funds the abortion planet-wide across the planet, especially the third world. Foundations, same foundations. And then we have this hullabaloo today about John Holdren being appointed as what they call the Tsar. Interestingly, using all these communist terms, the science Tsar for Obama, the main advisor on scientific areas to do with policy. Remember what policy is. It means it's an agenda. And John Holdren helped co-author the book with the Ehrlichs, the famous the people who started off and started to use the environmental movement to reduce the population. That was its purpose. We saved the planet by killing off man. That's what they came up with, you see. So John Holdren is now the current science czar for the U.S. And He's a rabid ecologist and depopulation advocate. Rabid. And not just him. They're across the planet now in every major government, these characters. Well-placed, put in by the real government that's above the ones that we think we elect. Because now is the time to put it all into action. I'm not kidding. And I'm not trying to just hype up fear here. I've watched these characters for years and years. And now they're all in position for something that obviously is ominous to the rest of us. He, as I say, here's something that Paul Ehrlich, who also wrote The Population uh, Bomb, which kicked off the whole environmental movement and depopulation at the same time. This is the guy who co-authored the book with John Holdren, the other book, uh, Ecoscience. This is his good buddy. This is what he says. He says, um, Paul Ehrlich, a massive campaign must be launched to de-develop the United States. De-development means bringing our economic system into line with the realities of ecology and the world resource situation. That's what he said. He also, he made many, many, much worse ones than that. He also went into the need for mandatory sterilization, etc. All of this kind of stuff. And you'll find all of the same characters are united. All these different, what you think are separate organizations that really are just a spider web of specialist parts all getting funded and obviously getting their, their orders from the same head. I've quoted this particular page before. It's from People for Preserving Our Western Heritage. And this is from one of their particular pages they had a while back. 
But people, I'll also put up the present one because they have a vast site there with lots of stuff as to what's happening and how the environmental movement is being used to take away the farmer's land. Here they are hyping up, oh, there's not going to be enough food to feed all the people who are coming along. Well, they're right because, you see, they're making sure there won't be enough food. They've been putting farmers out of business for years using the environment, using government and pollution and all the rest of it to get farmers off their land. They're still at it because they want to bring us to a world where there's the bare minimum of food and then the government dictate we've got to reduce the population and the public must of course accept that's what I guess they have to what else can they do they need us to acquiesce to their demands and agree with them but the only species that needs that back with more after this break This is Cutting Through the Matrix. I'll have uh, information shortly on something that's happened to John Stadmiller from RBN. Apparently, he just got arrested, and he's in Williamson County Jail right now. And I'll shortly have information as to what's actually happened, what's transpired, what the charges, and so on. So stay tuned to the show. What well, says you? Okay, I just got it in. He's been arrested for expired suspended driver's license, which he could taken care of over a month ago. He stopped to see what the police were doing to another driver when police decided to see what John was doing. So there you go. Anyone who, who, who tries to see what the cops are up to now is now charged as well. But as I say, they, they arrested him for an expired or suspended driver's license, which he had already dealt with over a month ago. And so now he's in, say, Williamson County Jail. People should maybe start a little barrage and uh, see what uh, is going on there. At Williamson County Jail, their phone number is 512-943-1365. That's 512-943-1365. That's Williamson County Jail. So people give them all a call, and see what on earth is going on there. They, they hate it when anyone sort of steps in and asks them what they're up to when they're in the process of arresting someone else. They'll arrest you as well. It's pretty common in these totalitarian days. So once again, John Stadmiller was arrested for an expired suspended driver's license, which he already dealt with a month ago, and he stopped to see what the police were doing to another driver, and the police decided to see what see what he was doing, coming, intruding into what they're working, in other words. You can't ask questions anymore. It's dangerous for you. So keep in touch, and if there's any more information during the show, I'll get it out to you. Going back to people for preserving our Western heritage, here's some of the quotes that they gave uh, from the environmentalists. And these are genuine quotes. They're not made up. You can check them out for yourself. And I'll also give you their main page because of so much data, current data, on their homepage uh, today uh, that I'll show you the war that's been waged against those who live in the country and farmers by the environmentalists in collusion with certain government agencies and so on to get the people off the lands. 
You also see how the big boys move in, the big corporations, and take it over for peanuts, which was, of course, the plan in the first place. Maurice Strong, who was picked up by Mr. Rockefeller and trained and thrown into the United Nations, and the guy who did the Air Summit, the Rio Summit, and all these summits to take our rights away through environmentalism, he says, isn't the only hope for the planet that the industrialized civilizations collapse? Isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? This is for those who are wondering what's happening now with all the propaganda that's telling you that you're all to blame for the world's mess. And again, Paul Ehrlich, the pal of John Holdren, the, the current science czar in the, in the Obama administration, both went to Stanford or taught there. He says, a massive campaign must be launched to de-develop the United States. De-development means bringing our economic system into line with the realities of ecology and the world's resource situation. For those who wonder why GATT was signed by all the big leaders and all your Senate and Congress and enabled all your factories and work to go offshore. The only hope for the world is to make sure there's not another United States we can't let other countries have the same number of cars, the amount of industrialization we have in the U.S. We have to stop these third world countries right where they are. Michael Oppenheimer, the Environmental Defense Fund. Look into some of these so-called charities and environmental defenses and so on to see what they are. Some are registered as charities. Some are just simply private real estate companies that take over when they get someone kicked off their farm. Global sustainability requires the deliberate quest of poverty, the deliberate quest of poverty, reduced resource consumption, and set levels of mortality control, death control, you see. Professor Maurice King, I think he's at the Club of Rome. We must make this an insecure and inhospitable place for capitalists and their projects. We must reclaim the roads and ploughed lands, halt dam construction, tear down existing dams, free shackled rivers, and return to wilderness millions of acres of presently settled land. David Foreman, co-founder of Earth First. These guys all work together. See, you always wondered what, what, what this sort of, sort of communistic-style system, how it was getting funded from within the United States. And I told you about the Rees Commission and how Norman Dodds was sent out and was told by the big foundations when he inquired, why are you funding what seemed to be communist organizations? And he was told their job is to change the, the culture so much in the West, they'll merge seamlessly with that of the Soviet Union. Remember, they want a collectivist society. And remember, Professor Carl Quigley said they're often mistaken for communists, but they're actually the Royal Institute for International Affairs slash Council on Foreign Relations. Same mandate, you see. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? And here's the music, so I'm going to look to see if there's any updates on John Stadmiller and get back to you after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 
reading through the matrix, reading from some quotes from people for preserving our Western heritage, quotes given by the so-called wonderful environmentalists, the ones who apparently speak for us all, apparently, since governments seem to bring them on their boards and have them talk an awful lot about reducing the population and creating soft starvation here and there, using food as a weapon eventually in the future, and even things like, you know, sterilization, how do we get the public to do it and go along with it, etc. Obviously, since we're not so happy to go along with it, we'd have to do it covertly. Strange, too, that that was also written about by Paul Ehrlich when he was talking about India and the problems in India. They always use India, you see. Well, we can always say, oh, yeah, over there, yeah, because they show you these massively crowded cities in Calcutta or Bombay, and that's, they don't show you the thousands of miles of jungle that they're, that's pretty well free of humans. No, they always show you the same place. But in India, Paul Ehrlich uh, said... Uh, he went through a scheme that had been proposed by a government official in India and how he's thrown out of government because he wanted to sterilize everybody, every male uh, who had more than three children, I think. He goes on to mention, too, Mr. Paul Ehrlich, this great friend of John Holdren, both trained by the same uh, creeps, uh, that um, the American people probably wouldn't go along with this because they discussed it in the book, you know, Paul Ehrlich's book. Uh, of how they could get the American people, the Western people, to go along with it, too. He says, but the American people are too well-educated and too well-informed to go along with this. You know, in other words, we'd ask questions and so on. Whereas the ignorant person in India didn't know the difference between castration and sterilization. They discussed all of this. And these guys are up at the top of the tree now, dictating to the politicians only because the politicians have been told to listen to them by their bosses, much higher above the ones we don't elect. And they're on a roll now. Uh, complex technology of any sort is an assault on human dignity. It would be little short of disastrous for us to discover a source of clean, cheap, abundant energy because of what we might do with it. Emery Lovins from the Rocky Mountain Institute prospect of cheap fusion energy is the worst thing that could happen to the planet. Jeremy Rifkin, Greenhouse Crisis Foundation. These are the guys who come out with all the crisis. Oh, how can we make it more of a crisis? The Greenhouse Crisis Foundation. They're incredibly well funded, all these people. Giving society cheap, abundant energy would be the equivalent of giving an idiot child a machine gun. Again, Mr. John Holdren's pal, Professor Paul Ehrlich. Stanford University. Our insatiable drive to rummage deep beneath the surface of the earth is a willful expansion of our dysfunctional civilization into nature. That's from the allegory himself, Mr. Al Gore, Earth in the Balance. Strange how he was trained by Armand Hammer, a guy who had gold mines and everything across the planet. In fact, above his bed, you find this in his biography, he had, he had uh, a big board with the words on it. It said, he who hath the gold maketh the rules. That was Al Gore's mentor. And he was into lots of different kinds of mining and pals with the Rothschilds who literally, uh, through many different front organizations, own the greatest mines across the planet. These are the characters, as I say, that uh, are now dictating. They've been given, given full 
full rights to dictate to governments. And no one elected them. We don't elect these guys. They're private organizations with a mandate. It's all the same mandate. By using the environment and creating crisis, they'll get us to go along and with their agenda and depopulate. They want to use food too. They've said that they'd use food. And each country will be given a quota of food. And they won't up the quota. In fact, they'll reduce the quota every year. And you'll have to reduce your population every year. It's all been discussed. All been discussed. Quite something. These links I'll put up, remember, on my site at the end of the show. Just scroll down the front page till you see the current shows. And you'll see the links there for tonight's show as well. Now remember, as I say, uh, John Stadmiller of RBN, Republic Broadcasting Network, has just got arrested under the pretext at least for expired or suspended driver's license, which he'd already taken care of over a month ago. He stopped to see what the police were doing to another driver, and then, of course, the police decided to check him out too, I guess, checked out his ID, etc. So he's right now in Williamson County Jail. The number to phone is 512-943-1365 and just ask these characters, these officers, what it's all about, what's going on. Because it's true they don't like, uh, you know, when the light is shone on something and uh, they tends to release them rather quickly. They don't like bad publicity. It's a shame, too, that so many people get arrested every day and thrown in the dark. And because they're unknown, we can't do anything for them. We don't even know what's happening. But at least in this case, we can do something. So we can phone Williamson County Jail, let them know that you know, and uh, see what's up. 512-943-1365. And we'll see what happens. It's quite the world now. As I say, you know, we're... we're we're under police states across the Western world, uh, in fact, right, all the way, in fact, uh, to the Far East uh, and into Australia and New Zealand. It's all the same system. And if we haven't noticed since 2001, we're now under police state where everyone's under surveillance. That's what you get in a police state where all your information is gathered uh, daily now. It's, it's a... It's a totalitarianist dream of what they can do now is collecting daily info on you. And every government's on board with this. They all agree that they don't have enough information. They're going for more and more and more in countries like Britain. And they've even given town councils the right to look into your personal files as well. They can do that too. Everybody can except you. That's a typical totalitarian state police state. And if you notice as well, we're being given no rights now. There's no, there's no such thing as they, they pretend to humor you anymore. In the past, they'd pretend. Police used to pretend that they served you. They don't do that now. They've got authority from their bosses to do what they want. That's what all these taserings are about. You'll always get the, the chief police of, of the station stepping in on behalf of the cop who's under, under investigation standing up for him and saying he did the right thing. But they're, they're training us now that this is what's going to happen to you if you don't obey policemen. 
nothing about law and order or justice. This is training you to obey authority and jump to it. That's what it's all about. Not only that, they're giving them thousands and thousands of more tasers in Britain. And getting back to how it all started when the big boys said they'd have to dehumanize society and also get us to accept our dehumanization. We're not the pinnacle of life after all, the greatest creation on the planet. We're down there amongst the ants, etc. And we've got to get used to it. And then they went into the abortion side of things. And of course, I said years ago, then they'll go for the far side of it. They'll go into euthanasia for the elderly. It's much cheaper for them to bump them off than treat them uh, and, uh, for, a, for a few months while they go through terminal disease. Even if it gives them a few months of pain relief and the ability to uh, talk to all their relatives, etc., before they depart. No, they want it done quickly and efficiently. And in between it, you also have the body harvesting, the massive, incredible business on body harvesting. Body harvesting, we're now a renewable resource, you see. You harvest the resources. That's what we are now. For big, big, big business. And I've said before, all the, the services become authorities. Lenin said that himself. Remember, the whole Sovietized system was set up by the big bankers of the West who already ruled the politicians in the West. And it brought the two systems together and they could now call it collectivism and communitarianism. They prefer it because it's the easiest way to manage the vast unwashed masses down there through massive bureaucracy and authoritarian control. Here's how they move it from even abortion rights, step by step by step, by reinterpreting, relabeling what life is and what you are. Here's an article here from the Huffington Post. It's a woman in labor, a person. New assaults on pregnant women, civil rights case, and a New Jersey case. So she did not, another ruling is providing legal support for the false belief that obstetricians are infallible and stripping pregnant women of basic rights that are then accorded to other individuals. In the case, New Jersey Division of Youth and Family Services versus VM and BG, the New Jersey Appellate Court found, listen to this, that VM and BG had abused and neglected their child based on the fact that the mother, VM, refused to consent to a caesarean section and behaved, listen to this, erratically while in labor. How? Well, how can you define how you, defi- how you behave in labor? Have you ever seen some women go through labor? She behaved erratically while in labor. The mother gave birth vaginally without incident, and the baby was in good medical condition. But then the baby was never returned to the parents, and the judge in the case approved a plan to terminate their parental rights and give custody of the child foster parents why? because she didn't do what she was told by the gods who wanted to give her a cesarean section which she obviously didn't need the proof is the fact the baby was born quite naturally but if you go against the experts now to take your child away and say you must have been crazy not to follow the experts 
It says, first, from a legal perspective, individuals have a right to informed consent and bodily integrity. In obstetrics, informed consent is a blurry concept since many hospitals perform obstetric procedures on laboring women without informing them of the evidence concerning those procedures or their risks. Perhaps this legal case illustrates how paternalistic hospitals can be with respect to pregnant women, assuming that the hospital staff knew best and that informed consent is unnecessary. Never mind that hospitals tend to be run on organized efficiency rather than patient interests in mind. In a specific case, one obstetrician who tried to convince the mother to consent to a C-section concluded that she was not psychotic. She was not psychotic and had the capacity for informed consent with regard to the C-section. It is clear within the law there is no informed consent without informed refusal, so this obstetrician's conclusion should have been made VM's refusal to consent to the C-section, her decision alone. So that's what they do now if you don't do what you're, what you're told, what they want you to do. You lose your child, even though you had a normal birth. They really hate being proven wrong, you know. They really do. They hate being proven wrong. Absolutely. And they get you. They get you. And it's getting worse in this massive worldwide police state. As I say, there's no, there's no pretense anymore of democracy. It's not there. All, all you're hearing is dictates from above in every country. And there's no place more open about it than Britain. Britain is where they start everything, and then it spreads to the states and across the world like wildfire. This is from the Mail Online. 21st of July, 2009, police given powers to enter homes and tear down anti-Olympics posters during the 2012 Games. Police have been handed Chinese-style powers, and they have, to enter private homes and seize political posters, posters for goodness sake, written posters, during the London 2012 Olympics. Little notice measures passed by the government will allow officers and Olympic officials to enter homes and shops near official venues to confiscate any protest material. Breaking the rules could land offenders with a fine of up to £20,000. £20,000 for writing a protest. Do you realize this tells you there's no such thing as democracy because you have the right of protest? It's the only right you have left before revolution. Do you know that? So if you have anything, even bumper stickers saying you don't want the, the, the Olympics here, they're going to fine you £20,000, probably taser you in the pro process to, to teach everyone else a lesson. You see, that's what they're using it for, teaching us all to be terrified. That's totalitarianism. This is the police, ultimate police state ultimate police state and it's here every country's the same right now the mail online big brother state wants even more spy powers 22nd of july 2009 ministers as politicians were attacked by their own surveillance watchdog last night for wanting to make it easier for public bodies to spy on the public sir christopher rose chief surveillance commissioner i mean can you can you get a chief surveillance commissioner also revealed government organizations were using tracking devices and private investigators to snoop on residents. 
and he warned that councils, this is your town councils, are still using covert tactics to check on suspected minor offenders despite being banned by law from doing so. They are the law, they're telling you that. Sir Christopher revealed the extent of the use by police and other public bodies of the Regulation of Investigatory Power Acts, called RIPA, in his annual reports. Then he lists all the numbers of approvals they gave last year for surveillance direct on the public and covert surveillance and even private surveillance. It's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible what's happening right now. And the public are adapting and adapting. Why? Because there's so many TV dramas and series on now with them fighting terrorism, they're accepting it all. They can't tell fact from fiction. Here's from the Wall Street Journal. This is July the 2nd, 2009. The Transportation Security Administration has moved beyond just checking for weapons and explosives. Remember I said when you put law in the books, they'll just use it for everything. That always happens now, especially under police states. This is the United States I'm talking about now. It says, now training airport screeners to spot anything suspicious and then honoring them when searches lead to arrests for crimes like drug possession and credit card fraud. They're actually being taken to task about this because they've overstepped their mandates. Back with more after this break. through the matrix and remember John Stadmiller of Republic Broadcasting Network has just got arrested he stopped to see what's happening to another driver and they arrested John after checking out I guess his ID or his license and they're claiming that uh, it was expired or suspended so they arrested him as well but he took care of that license over a month ago so you can Find, you can find out what's happening by getting in touch with Williamson County Jail. He's in jail right now. Phone them up, see what's going on. That lets them know that we know and that they're being watched, in other words. And the number to call is 512-943-1365. 512-943-1365. Okay, we'll see what transpires there. And now we'll go to a caller. We'll go to Eric from North Carolina. Are you there, Eric? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Alan. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is going to be fun calling them the county jail. I like uh, inundating these uh, police uh, places, and they don't even they don't even know what's going on, and 10,000 calls or something like that come in. Yeah. Um, uh, I was just uh, figuring out, like, Knights of Malta, Council on National Policy, mm-hmm. extreme right wing, yeah. and how that group is backing people in the truth movement. And the, and the problem I'm having is, and you know, we just want, I just want basic justice, mm-hmm. and how Rockefeller funds a group that mm-hmm. will even back up the that basic justice, yeah. but the 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 end. Of where they want to take it again is eugenics yep. and uh, military war. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, just 
uh, well, it's the same. They, they do fund all sides of everything, and, and all the followers of the environmental, on top of the actual followers, not the ones who are presented as their leaders, but the followers, uh, they're unaware uh, that uh, the big foundations that fund their leaders and pay them very handsomely um, are also the same guys who own, who are, who own the, the biggest uh, um, corporations in the world that are plowing up the very planet the claim is, is that we're, we're destroying. Uh, so it's the same guys at the top, like the Rockefellers, uh, look at the look at the oil industry and how the Rockefellers all down through time have uh, owned the, the vast amounts, uh, the largest cuts really of oil for the United States and across the world, and all these subsidiary companies he has too. And here he is championing the environmental movement. You should start asking, why would a guy like this be, be championing what seems to be something that would be his own demise? Well, it's not, because these guys literally get everyone off the land, and then he, through another front organization, will then take it over under the pretext of conservation. Under the pretext of justice and liberty. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, it's almost like going through like another Bolshevik revolution. I'm really like seeing you're right. a revolution it's a generated and managed. You're quite right. What you're seeing right now is a revolution. These guys admit it. They're the masters of revolution at the top. It's all through the writings. And they're the guys who gave us the cultural revolution in America. You've heard of the one in China. He went through the cultural revolutions, the sexual revolutions, uh, the unisex revolutions, um, uh, all these revolutions. These are the guys who are behind it all who, and with their think tanks, they planned it, they financed it, they, fun they found the leaders, trained them, put them out into the public limelight, and got laws passed to bring things in, to change the society to where it is today. You're quite right. 1138. Yeah. I'm waiting for Captain Kirk to say he's, uh, you know, return of the Arkans. And... That's right. So, so there you go. <laughs> That's how it is. These guys literally uh, fund it all. But they want to control everything. Uh, all we have it. is random chance. I know. That's it for tonight. So from Hamish, myself, I'm very wet, Ontario, Canada, where I'm ready to build an ark. It's good night, and may your God or your gods go with you.